Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hi everyone, it's Amanda Rieger Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. Today I've got a client guest on. Her name is Jamie Click. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Tell us where you're coming from. I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. But that's not originally where you're from. You're just no. living there now. And it's a holding pattern. We'll talk yeah. about that in a little bit because we'll yeah. talk about how you're navigating that. But where yeah. are you originally from? From Illinois, Huntley, Chicago area. We've been working together for a handful of years, and I am proud to call her a client who inspires me, motivates, and encourages me in all the things that life throws out her, especially integrating tools, all of her personal development and spiritually developmental tools like oracle cards, numerology, astrology, any of those things. She is figuring out how to use those things in practical and magical ways. But I also am proud to call her a friend because I am fortunate in working with so many clients that I get to know so well that are people that I feel are part of my soul tribe that I'm connected to. So thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. A couple of things. First of all, Jamie and I connected a few years ago, and she and her husband were living internationally. Her husband is in the military, and they were living internationally with their dog. She's a dog mom. She's also a mom. She became a mom while she was a client of mine. She's had massive life changes and ones that everybody, a lot of people can relate to for sure. But when we met, you were living internationally. I remember you were really enjoying it, but you were also figuring out your place and your friendships and your community but it was a huge time for you to wake up and begin really spiritually developing. Can you talk a little bit about that? So my husband and I, we met in high school in our hometown, and then we did long distance dating for probably about two and a half years. And then I decided to finally make the move. He was stationed in Las Vegas at the time. So uplifted my life, moved across the country for him. Um, and then we were dating for about six years. We had bought a house because we figured we probably weren't even going to leave Las Vegas got a puppy, got engaged. He proposed with the puppy and everything was all good and dandy. I was in esthetician school. So I was super excited to graduate and get started with my career. And then typical Air Force fashion, oh, you're moving and you're going across the world. So we got orders to England and we were in England for a year. And that was just a whole different experience just in general, you know, learning to navigate life overseas. And we were supposed to be in England for two years. And then once again, we got moved up earlier. So then we were stationed in Italy and that was just such an amazing experience. But it was quite a spiritual growth journey, just in the fact that I couldn't practice like my career and my skill set that I had learned in the US just due to stipulations in other countries. So I had to just pretty much learn to like go with the flow and navigate life and just try to enjoy, you know, where we were, just take advantage of the situation. So traveling around Italy was just amazing in general. We got to go to Austria, Germany, just a whole bunch of places. And my amazing dog being shipped twice <laughs> overseas to and from that was an experience in itself and then once COVID hit my job got furloughed so then I decided to move back early a year and my husband stayed back there overseas because 
he was set to deploy and then his deployment got canceled because of COVID, but I still stayed, you know, back in the United States just to finish out my career and get everything started. So I was with my in-laws for a little bit in Texas, didn't really find any success in finding a job there that I wanted in my career path. So I decided to move to Illinois with my family and I worked uh, as an orthopedic technician for a year there. And that was an amazing experience in itself. Again, brought my dog along with me. <laughs> so we got the journey for two days in the car. And then once my husband came back, we got orders to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And so we've been here for two and a half years ever since. You had a baby in the midst of all of this too. Precious Grayson. Oh yeah. It was so stressful. Like the housing market, obviously with the boom, that was like our number one priority was finding a house that would suit us and feel like it was you know, going to help us grow and thrive as a family. We were so lucky to find this place. We're up in the mountains outside of Albuquerque. So we get to do all the things like hiking, exploring. It's perfect for my dogs. It's a lot cooler up here than it would be just staying downtown Albuquerque. And now my son loves, he's just like my husband loves hiking, loves being in the forest, playing in the dirt, <laughs> playing in the sticks, all the things. Well, I love it. And thank you for sharing that because I know Hearing you talk about life, life on life's terms, navigating what life throws at you, especially when it's not planned. You know, we make plans and God laughs, just like you getting out of esthetician school (laughs) and being ready to start your career. And then you're up and moved. You're up and moved internationally. You know, you can't practice there. And one of the things I heard from that that I want to really focus on for a minute is blooming where you're planted, meaning, okay, I'm here. How do I get grounded? How do I focus? And how do I make the most of what's around me? And that to me was a big turning point that you just mentioned of, I had to start diving into some new tools personally and spiritually because you didn't necessarily have family and friends and community. Mm -hmm. You didn't have work to generate that community for you. You're newly married. Yes, you're there with your dog, which is a huge source of comfort. And like, you know, your other child, which I relate to, I know a lot of people do, (laughs) but that can also feel lonely and isolating. And you're a new wife, you've got your person, he's busy working and you're, you're thinking, okay, here I am. So diving into your spiritual journey and you mentioned being in the flow, learning to be in the flow. Let's talk about about that because that's a huge thing for all of us to recognize when we're in resistance versus when we're in the flow. And mm-hmm. can you give examples of being abroad, being where you were? You talked about traveling, but how you showed up for the day to learn to show up and surrender to the day. What was what are some of the aha moments you had early on there that might have awakened you or encouraged you to really start to go within to find that inner sense of self and peace anywhere we go me and Sam always kind of have this rule I always look for signs of where we're meant to like find a house essentially so like when we first bought our house in Vegas I looked for anything to point me out and my favorite flower is white roses and there was a white rose bush in the front and then overseas in England when we were in the cottage same thing it was the white roses in the front so I just kind of know those signs are guiding me and that's God and of course my angels and counsel and everybody looking out for me my spirit guide especially. And then in Italy, there was a giant owl on the front. And I love owls. I just resonate with all birds in general. Hummingbirds and owls, though, are pretty much my favorite. So there was a giant owl on the front. And I'm like, yep, this is a house, essentially. Obviously, it's frustrating because overseas, you know, there are so many caveats and stipulations to being a military spouse in general and so many limitations because, you know, overseas, I couldn't really get a job on base firsthand as I could in England. It wasn't as easy for me due to what's called a SOFA agreement with the country, the agreement that the Air Force has with it. They typically employ Italians over Americans. So that's, it it was a little frustrating at first, but at the end of the day, I knew I'm somebody who has to be busy and constantly moving and growing and going. And our base, we were lucky enough to be there in the sense that it was family oriented. So we got a lot of family days off and vacation time off and we got to grow and thrive, you know, as a family and spend time together. So we got to take Scout everywhere with us were so blessed that she was welcomed everywhere everybody loved dogs especially her because she was so giant and so traveling was like the number one thing but essentially you know spiritually I used my oracle cards a lot and I used a lot of the signs every day I would pray I'd meditate a lot I worked at a school overseas and I worked with children and I know that's like part of my calling in life is to work with children and be with children spiritually and it was such an amazing experience I got to work with grades preschool to high school I used to play volleyball in high school, so I had the opportunity to, you know, be a volleyball coach as well and just kind of bring a sense of calm 
and peace to every situation that I could be in with kids and teenagers as well. It was just a learning experience, I think, for me. It was just amazing. And then once COVID happened, obviously that was tough because in Italy, we had such more strict regulations than the U.S. We couldn't leave our yard for the first month. And so I just kind of take those things like that was opportunity for me and Sam to bond because right after that was when he got the deployment orders. So I was thankful for the universe and that fact that we got to spend that time as a family for those six months. And at the end of that, we got to travel to Switzerland too. So, you know, that was another opportunity to grow and learn and travel as well. Well, and thank you for sharing that because so many of the things that you're saying are so simple. You know, they're not easy things in life, but Mm -hmm. you're coming up with simple solutions. And that's what I find in spirituality and my personal and spiritual development. I see it so in so many clients, you being a primary example of that is saying, okay, we can't leave our yard. COVID is happening. All of us Mm -hmm. walked through different restrictions in COVID. You're in a foreign country. I was in a foreign country during COVID. You and I shared that when we connected and we had very strict regulations in Belize where I lived at the time. So you and I both resonated with that and said, okay, what is this gifting us? And that's essentially what you just said. It's gifting Sam and I time. And and you know what is so cool about that is when I am struggling, when something feels restrictive or limiting, I always say, okay, God, what am I learning from this? Hey, soul, what are you showing me where mm-hmm. I get to grow and you were being prepared for something? God, it's like we are always in training, especially in tough times, for mm-hmm. something else. And Sam was about to be deployed. You weren't going to have that intimate time. So one of the things that you are wonderful at, and this is part of spiritual development, is remembering our development is not linear. We get to look back and say, wow, I didn't know that I needed to make the most of this time, but I did. I intuitively did it. I enjoyed it. I found the joy in it. I found the bright spot in the dark time. And then it, it gave me that intimate quality time with him. And I didn't even realize he would be away. I mean, those kinds of examples are very poignant. And the other thing you shared, looking for signs, when we're struggling, when we're having a hard time, when we're having a good day, it really doesn't matter. Say, God, hey, show me a sign. I love the roses because roses are a symbol of purity. They're a symbol of clarity. They're a symbol of new beginnings, new mm-hmm. life, beauty. There's lots of ancient, ancient wisdom around roses and their meaning. But then the birds you mentioned, owls. Owls are about magic. They're about the dark and the light and how we balance out the dark energies with the light energies, knowing that the light only shines brighter with the dark. And owls are also about perspective. So Mm -hmm. essentially everything you're saying is, you know, because owls get to turn their heads way, they have the radius that, you know, they can turn their heads almost 360 degrees and we, we can't do that. But owls are about being able to see over your shoulder, see around the corner, see things from a different perspective. And you are very, very gifted in that. We always, when you and I connect, it's like, okay, how can can we look at this? How can we shift our perspective? And mm-hmm. so the fact that you connect with owls, and then I've got to say this too, because all this stuff is just popping. The mm-hmm. hummingbird, hummingbird comes up a lot of times in ancient shamanic practices. I mean, it's a beautiful bird. It's amazing. But what the shamans point out about the hummingbird is they are always looking for nectar. Hummingbirds are not searching for weeds. They Mm -hmm. are looking for the nectar of life. They go from one flower to the next, and they are looking for nectar. And they're, of course, beautiful, remarkable birds because Mm -hmm. of they're so tiny and how they can flap their wings. I don't even (laughs) know what the the wing flapping (laughs) thing is. But but you ever Everybody knows, but hummingbirds are looking for nectar. And that's exactly what you're saying is, I got in my flow by looking for nectar, looking for the signs, going within, praying, asking God for guidance, being here now, getting really Mm -hmm. present, making the most of. And, And the other thing that you brought up that I don't know that I remembered this, but about you talking about playing volleyball in Mm -hmm. high school and then getting to coach that. And, and I know that you love working with children. You're a great mom. You're very open with your son spiritually and his spiritual and intuitive development. And he is Mm -hmm. small and young, but he's mighty and wise, but Mm -hmm. you being able to do something and coach and mentor and do something that you loved and a talent 
that professionally or as a job or as an opportunity, you didn't necessarily plan for yourself, but you made the most of it and found joy in it. So again, looking for the nectar in whatever is thrown our way is very important. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I just had a few podcasts on numerology and you and I were talking about numerology and our personal year and what that looks like. And one of the things you shared with me before we got on the call is if you've listened to the numerology podcast, I think this is in the second episode, so you can go back and listen. But I talk about your personal year and how we can calculate our personal year on a calendar year. So from January 1st to December 31st, or we can calculate it birthday to birthday. But I say I like to do both because you can usually feel overlap. And in this year, from 2022 into 2023, and now we're in the fall, you have seen that overlap because this year you are in a one personal year, which as you know, and if you've listened to the podcast, the one is about individuality. It's about new beginnings. It is about stepping out in a new direction, pioneering a new direction, and also your mighty I am presence. Who am I? Why am I? What direction am I going in? It's a start of a new chapter, a new sequence of events, a new series of events. But also what you said is I recognize that overlap from the year before of the nine. And if Mm -hmm. there is any time in numerology where it is kind of in your face stuff, it's when you're going through a nine year and then you move into a one year and the one and the nine are like the karmic bookends. They're the alpha and the omega energy. So it can feel like a freaking eclipse. Life (laughs) can feel like an eclipse. Does that resonate? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Will you talk a little bit about what you noticed in being in your one personal year, but experiencing the energies of the nine, which let me remind everybody, the nine is about surrender. It's about lessons learned. It is about tapping into your wisdom. It's about the end of a cycle, the culmination of the energies of all the numbers that and lessons that come before it. And where is your wisdom in this? Where is your innate leadership? So you've got all of this culminations of lessons and change and letting go, and then working to step into this bold new space and chapter of life. Can you talk a little bit about some experiences that make sense and resonate with those two energies? Yeah, so I felt like moving here to New Mexico, like my whole life was just completely flipped upside down. Like you can plan for all the things, but you know, that's just how the universe works. I remember that too, because I remember (laughs) you were like, why are we here? What are we doing? 
Is this where we want to be? I mean, I remember talking to you and it's like, okay, like God's got some lesson in store. We don't know exactly what it is yet. You're going to be okay. You've got, and I remember you and I talking about this. We said things like, what do you have? You know, back to that blooming where you're planted. I've got my husband. I have my beautiful son. I have my dog and one of the loves of my life. And as long as I've got my family, we are safe and secure. I'm going to be okay. I don't love this. This is not what I planned, but I'm going to be okay. Okay, keep going. I just wanted to point that out because I remember it very vividly. (laughs) Yeah, so obviously when we got here, you know, finding the house was like number one priority. And we looked out and finding our house within a week, which not a lot of people are privileged or blessed to be. But, you know, that was obviously a sign from the universe from God. So we're lucky to have that. We got pregnant right away, which we were also super thankful and blessed for as well. And I thought, you know, I got this. I can make everything move and work. And again, bloom where I planted. Pregnancy proved to be super tough for me. (laughs) Also finding a job in my career path, I thought I was going to be out here and find a job right away. And that just proved to be difficult just in the sense of, you know, finding something that was close to drive with or something that could accommodate my pregnancy just in general. And then same schedule. He's, you know, ever rotating shifts every three months. Sometimes it's weekly, sometimes it's monthly. You just never know with the military. And so after a while for that, I just kind of surrendered and said like, okay, maybe I'm just not to work. And I just, you know, it was an advantage to stay home with Scout and just kind of treasure her and spend time with her before the baby came. And I got to, you know, buy stuff, decorate nursery, buy all the cute little baby clothes. I thought for sure I was having a girl and found out, nope, it's a boy. (laughs) And he was very headstrong in my belly from the moment I feel like he was implanted essentially. I did not sleep at all. And I should have known that was like a foreshadow of him not sleeping when he was born. (laughs) He's just super active and super busy. Um, But it was cute because at night we sleep with our dog in our bed. And so anytime he would kick, she would kick. So they kind of got to hang out and chill in the middle of the night. And so it was kind of an advantage for me to just to be home so I could just, you know, catch up on sleep in general. I want everybody to hear this too, because you keep, for anybody out there who is struggling and especially moms, you know, or dads, it, it really doesn't matter. It's like your career that part of your identity is has been derailed over and over. I mean, you have, you know, you're an esthetician and you have really not gotten to bloom in that and practice that yet because no. it's like, nope, not yet, Jamie, not yet, Jamie. You know, God keeps redirecting you to say, no, it is a time of nesting, nurture, being at home, finding, really finding happiness, joy, and safety right where you are. And you are a very driven individual. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'm busy. I like to jump in. I do life. I get things done. So being able to better cultivate your identity through more, not isolating, but solitary time, solitary time being pregnant with the dog, Sam being at work or when Sam is home, not necessarily having friends and community, family being thousands of miles away, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. I want everybody to know this was not easy. This has not been easy Mm -hmm. for Jamie. It has been test of faith to be able to recognize where she is growing deeper in who she is through almost what feels like restriction, you know, and restriction is tricky because it's like, oh, I feel trapped. Like I want to get out and do and work and be around people and connect. But, but also like something is pulling me in saying, not yet, not right now, not yet. So keep going in that, in talking about really finding your place in where you are and and especially around the energy of the nine and the energy of the one, like shedding parts of your identity and opening up to the new, the new beginnings or the evolution of you is really, is really what it is. Yeah. So once he was born, you know, I thought I've been around child, children my entire life. I got this. This is going to be a piece of cake. I've babysat babies from all ages. I was able to get them to sleep. Anytime my mother struggled, I was able to there and kind of, in a way, like save the day. By the way, everybody, Jamie is a cancer. Just so you know, she yeah. is a cancer. Like she's a cancer son. So of course she is attracted to children, babies, good at this. And then she has her own and go ahead. Oh yeah. And then my kid comes out saying pretty much, hold my beer. I got this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he came out and he was in the NICU for a week, which is just a mental yeah. struggle in itself. I had a normal pregnancy, everything was okay and fine. And then that happened. So that was just one curveball from the universe. And then after that, it was just a struggle of sleep. And what nobody tells you is postpartum, essentially, they check on you, like after six weeks, and like, Oh, you're good. Um, They never tell you that you might get a difficult baby who doesn't want to sleep doesn't want to nap and that in turn, 
struggles on you as well as a mother and then throw in a husband who has a constant rotating military schedule so it's like if he comes home late then the dog barks because she's on high alert and she's a shepherd so she's that's her protection and that was just hard to navigate in itself just to sleep and so obviously I went through probably a good amount of postpartum depression anxiety for a long long time and it can be easily just to feel isolated and alone because you are military you don't have any family out here your family is essentially anybody else in the military community that you can connect with and rely on um, but even out here we have friends you know who have jobs and work full times and have kids of their own we have family who is you know in texas 10 hours away but obviously that's 10 hours they can't be here you know constantly 24 7. And so that is just an adjustment in itself to get used to navigating things on your own, navigating like, okay, you have a headstrong kid. And I remember, you know, talking to you, Amanda, asking like, why isn't he sleeping? Why is he the way he is? And you remind me like, he's an Aries child. And I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) I totally forgot about that. He is. And he's full of fire. He Uh is totally full of fire. And he's also a one attitude number. If everybody remembers back and listening to the numerology episodes, your attitude is how you present, how other people see you, the energy you give off, especially for a good chunk of our life, because it's more comfortable to be in that mask, that external energy. And the one energy is very much like Aries energy. They have a code that is very similar. The Aries is the fire starter. The one is the individual. So is Aries. So he is very bold and energetic and fiery and directed. And here you are, this nurturing, warm Mm -hmm. cancer that your attitude number is a three, which is about connection and community. But your life path is a seven, which is let me go deep. Let me (laughs) dive into the, like, let me dive into things. I like my nurture and quiet and solitary time. So balancing his energy with your own is also something you're talking about. And the postpartum and being in a nine year and experiencing postpartum, I want to connect those two things, being a new mom, postpartum, postpartum anxiety. One of the things that I notice when we go through something physical, a health challenge, mental health challenges that manifest physically in our body, anxiety, or a little bit of depression or sluggishness, fogginess. I mean, your hormones being out of whack, you know, being Mm -hmm. exhausted, not having family and community. There are tons of factors that come into play, but usually in a phase of anxiety, That is usually our body working out old energy, old lessons, old stuff. It is literally trying to shift in vibration. It's not trying to take us down and take us out with a panic attack. That stuff may happen, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like, shoot, it's because it's all coming up from the belly and into the heart. We all know when we get panic and anxiety, it's like just you can feel it in your stomach and your heart and you you feel your blood pressure, your heart racing. You just, you know, feel uncomfortable in your own skin and your breath gets out of whack. We know the symptoms of that. And it's all this energy moving from the solar plexus up into the heart. But it's also your body saying, okay, we're going through a shift. We're changing. Mm -hmm. The only way through is through, right? I mean, like, like it or not. Uh But how did you on a, like on a, a spiritual level, what is one of your ways when you are experiencing anxiety or you've walked through the postpartum, what are some of the things that you did to create healing or calm or I'm just okay today? Like, I'm okay. I don't want to feel so out of whack. Like, what did you do to feel just okay? Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next-day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. What did you do to feel just okay? It was just basically like you said, like solitude and just solitary time, you know, any time that he would nap, just trying to find time to myself, relax, read something. I love learning, you know, like I've told you a million times. So I would always, you know, I'd read like medical articles or spiritual development journeys. And then I remember having a session with you and you being like, just rest and find joy. It doesn't matter if you're moving 10 times, 10 miles an hour this year or 50 miles an hour, just find peace and joy and rest and relaxation and enjoy the journey. This is just a journey. You know, it's not a destination, essentially. And so that's what I did every night. If he was up late and he wanted to party, him and I would just sit in his room and I would hold him and I would smile at him and we'd play like peekaboo or cute little games and laugh. First of all, I love you that you just said if he wanted to party. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you're, Jamie is very funny, everybody, by the way. She has a quirky, witty sense of humor and she's super smart and very quick. So she's like, if he wanted to party, I was like, okay, let's play peekaboo. You know, I mean, and that is to me, I'm laughing because I'm like, that's joyful. Like yeah. you get this new little person and you're exhausted and you're like, go to bed, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, all right, if you want to party, bring it on, mister, you know, and all you can do is kind of laugh about it so you don't just totally fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people relate out there and have been there and been in your shoes just at their wits end mm-hmm. and then also feeling alone because you're also speaking to something that is, I think, was extremely triggered during the pandemic. It's yeah. like this collective trauma we all experienced. Loneliness, isolation, and sadness are Mm -hmm. massive, deep-seated, soul-level wounds that I think we are experiencing as humanity, as a planet. Mm -hmm. And it was triggered through this collective trauma, but also you feeling isolated in your community, in your situation and scenario with being in Albuquerque where you, where you are, but finding joy, finding peace. And then the other thing I want to point out, because these are all tools, everyone, like while these things may sound kind of just too simple, it's doing them and doing it over and over. It's the traction of it, making it part of the journey, part of your lifestyle. And that's one of the things that Jamie does very well. She's really good at doing homework, by the way, which I love (laughs) about her because I'm like, okay, well, did you do this? You know, and usually (laughs) it breeds some sort of aha moment or awakening or clarity or peace, whatever it may be, but doing something repetitively. Okay. Where can I find the joy? I mean, I remember when you all moved in, in Mm -hmm. Albuquerque and I was like, can you just find joy unpacking boxes and getting (laughs) your house organized? Because I said, you know, that can be overwhelming, but Mm -hmm. also it can feel really good when you get a box unpacked. You don't have to unpack the whole house, Jamie, just Mm -hmm. a box and then feel Oh, that feels good. Oh, that's done. Okay, now I'm going to go rest for a little bit and I'm going to chill out and I'm going to shut my mind off. Mm-hmm. The other tool that you mentioned that was a subtle tool, but to me, it's a it's a big one because it's a tool that I use, a resource that I use, is I read things that spiritually activate and enlighten me. So you were talking about mm-hmm. reading about people's spiritual journeys. You know, you yes, you love to learn. You're a seeker and a searcher. Hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. I, to- I told you she's a seven <laughs> life path. And yep. she's also a three, which is a communicator. So she's got a lot of information and her mind rolls and rattles 24-7, which, hello, mm-hmm. we can all re- we can all relate to that. But mm-hmm. she she ends up finding things that activate her. So other people's spiritual journeys, things that are spiritually enlightening and engaging, that is a tool. And going to that when you're antsy, when you're irritated or agitated, saying, let me find a little quiet time and let me listen to a great podcast or an audiobook or read a book, whatever it is. And you were also talking about reading medical articles and journals because you were curious about other things that could be happening. So piquing your curiosity and finding enrichment within yourself is also a spiritual tool. And I think it's a very important one right now for healing. And this may sound really wacky to everybody, but healing a sense of loneliness. Loneliness Mm -hmm. is feeling separate from, feeling different than, feeling apart from. And we came down here to feel interconnected wherever and however that shows up. And a lot of times, and I know you resonate with this, I feel 
very connected spiritually and cosmically and personally when I am reading or engaging with something that educates and enlightens and activates me. When I connect dots or I hear someone's story about the signs they follow, the way that they're using their personal and spiritually developmental tools, and then that something clicks, it's like, oh yeah, I've had that happen. Or, oh, that makes sense. And then it it helps me come back to the whole, the interconnectedness Mm -hmm. versus the isolation and separation. So that's a really great tool that you pointed out. Let me ask you this, in walking through that, and I know personally you all are figuring out what's the next move, what's happening, and you're like, when is it time? Is it it time (laughs) yesterday? I know you're feeling impatience and all of the things, but how are you feeling the energy of the one this year? New beginnings, new awakenings and awareness, and also your individuality. What has evolved in your sense of self through all of these very simple and relatable life experiences. And they're complicated too. I'm not, I mean, like everything, it's like life is happening, but how are you, how is your individuality evolving? I probably went through the postpartum depression and anxiety phase up until I feel like June, my birthday, like kind of like I told you. And then all of a sudden it just kind of felt like a fog was lifted, like, okay, now it's time for your one year. So I started really getting back into my Oracle cards. I started getting into astrology you know figuring out like you know rising sign moon signs all those things i'm like oh yeah this makes sense like oh yeah mercury's in retrograde you know this like this is why grayson's acting this way or whatnot and then you came out with numerology as well and started seeing signs like i told you last couple weeks i've been seeing fours everywhere and you're like yeah building foundations let's go and so really getting into that and learning and exploring and delving deep into that and then you know thankfully you're such a blessing in my life you enlighten me into new resources as well. You're like, go ahead and go for the Angels of Atlantis sign cards as well. And it's just so crazy because the Oracle sign, Oracle cards, they resonate with me in my life, with my husband. I've done readings for friends as well. And they're just completely like, wow, it's on track. And it's like, you know, there are some things that are like, not right now. Or like, you know, like, how you know that we want to move. And it's like, no, patience, like, not right now. <laughs> this is not for you yet. And you pull you pull the same card over and over. Wait, listen, over this is yeah. <laughs> what is so cool about this, everybody, is Jamie, we started working with Oracle cards. It was, of course, one of my first recommendations. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk more about this. And I'm super excited because in a couple of weeks, we will have Colette Baron read on, who is the queen of Oracle cards. She's mm-hmm. a psychic medium and intuitive. But I recommend her decks to people all the time because they're not only activating, very conscious, they're intelligent, they're beautiful, they tell stories. And the thing that's different, let's just define Oracle cards for a moment. Most people are familiar with the tarot. Oracle cards are different because they are way more open to interpretation. They're a deck of cards that usually has different signs, meanings, tells different stories, different spiritual tools, ways of looking at things. There's a guidebook that comes with them. But Jamie started using Oracle cards a while ago, years ago. Mm -hmm. And now that's developed into not only using that for her spiritual and personal dialogue, but also reading cards for other people because it's giving that gift, helping other people see the signs, be able to be open to interpretation. And then it's funny because I I do know that you and I talked about this, you know, we'll get the same, I'm like, be patient. And you're like, well, Mm -hmm. I've pulled that card three times in the past (laughs) because we pull the cards and especially the ones we don't want. We're like, why do I have to pull the patience card? I'm so, I'm done being patient, which is total (laughs) impatience, right? Yeah. You know, and the cards, cards make me laugh because they always res, most of the time resonate in a line. Every now and then I'll be like, I can't figure this out. Let me pull another card. Mm -hmm. But with Oracle cards and, and then you mentioned the angels of Atlantis and that's Mm -hmm. a card deck that I I don't recommend to everyone. I recommend it when it's like, ooh, you need this card deck now. Mm -hmm. The Angels of Atlantis is by a gentleman named Stuart Pierce. He is British and... He is phenomenal. He was actually Princess Diana's voice coach, Mm -hmm. and he's a cantor. He has the most beautiful voice. He comes from his diaphragm, his true register, which is actually the solar plexus, and he moves it up through his heart. But he has an incredible oracle deck, which is called the Angels of Atlantis, Mm -hmm. and it it really, it brings in the energy and the wisdom of all of the archangels and working with 
that energy, which is so powerful to me right now. I had, with my mom's death, my mom was very much into angels, and we had some pretty miraculous experiences with angels showing up. I mean, massive archangels, um, you know, in the days that she was dying. And it was it was the most divine and intense energy and experience spiritually I have ever ever encountered it's it's almost hard for me to communicate it but but I feel like we are in this time of miracles and angels archangels and that deck if you are resonating with that at all I encourage you to look for Stuart Pierce's Angels of Atlantis deck you can get it on Amazon for sure so that deck so you've just recently started working with that deck how is that aligned and clicked yeah I remember like you talking to me during a session and being like yeah Raphael is trying to contact you and then we see his Instagram post Stuart Pierce's that he pulled that card and it's Raphael over the pyramid we're like oh my gosh I totally I totally (laughs) forgot about that like literally I had told you that and then a day later Stuart was doing some kind of meditation and he pulls the Raphael card and I was like oh my gosh I hadn't watched Stuart in a long time and then he had that and I was like I have to reach out to Jamie she's not going to believe this here it is and he's he's here this energy is here I forgot that's awesome (laughs) So lately I do, uh, I get Gabriel, Haniel, Jophiel, Metatron, Michael, and Raphael, typically the ones that I've been getting and pulling. I mean, those are like heavy hitters. Just yeah, I know. Heavy hitters. <laughs> I know. When the, yeah, when hey guys, so there's all these archangels and angels and, but those are some big, I mean, Metatron is kind of the, you know, the head of the mm-hmm. angels, essentially, if there's a hierarchy yeah. there, Metatron is like the big guns. I mean, Raphael. So tell us about some of those. I mean, I'm just curious in this deck, just, just some of the things that are resonating with you personally, the energies that they bring in and how you're seeing that guiding you. So show everyone how, when you pull a card and you're asking for guidance, like what are, Mm -hmm. how are some of the ways you ask for guidance? And then also give an example of a couple of those. And like, when you're asking for guidance, what it's showing you or teaching you and how you're integrating it. I know that's a a bunch of questions, but. Yeah. So typically when I, you know, do cards, I clear out the card of any negative energy and ask for just divine light, love and abundance. And lately I'll just be like, okay, you know, what do you want me to know for today? And I love that they have like four messages within, you know, the card decks themselves or the suits um and so like with gabriel i've gotten uh meditate which i definitely need to do a lot because i'm impatient and so and like i told you before too like i tend to see like visions before i do my oracle cards or see like and you told me that's my counsel and so that's cool because anytime i see the vision like i'll see you know if i see a green orb then i know like okay raphael is trying to contact me and what does he want me to know and the message will be like dreams like pay attention to your dream hang on in your dreams or just some of them like Hanael, like for the day, I'll get the love message, just, you know, love. So I take that as just, you know, love on Grayson, love on Sam, love on Scout, like just don't do anything else, don't worry about anything. And then Raphael, like he's the holy healer and I've gotten a lot of patience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I found, yeah, you know, if I do need a patient and then I'll pull another card and I'll get like a meditation card from Jophiel or whatever like that. But I love just the messages in them and the fact a lot of them are, you know, spirit is with you and sources with you and God is guiding you in the right direction. And we're always here with you if you want to call on us. And so that always just brings me like a, you know, a sense of peace and that I am loved and that I am going on the right journey. And I'll pull another card later on. That's like the wisdom oracle, like not right now. And then love, which I think is kind of cool because I feel like the oracle cards are all talking to each other. Like I have them all in my vanity every single day sitting next to each other, but I feel like they all, they know like, okay, go ahead and give her this message and make sure that we're all unified and one divine message for her as well. And I love that. I have, you know, two spirit animal cards too as well. I have a tarot animal and then I have a spirit animal from Colette. And anytime I pull those, they're always in sync. They're always like, yep, we're sending the same message. Like you're not pulling anything wrong. I I love this because of course I have multiple Oracle decks and I'm Mm -hmm. called to different ones at different times. Mm -hmm. And I go with whatever, okay, I I need, I need some guidance. I want to pull a card or pull a few cards or it's a full moon or a new moon you know, whatever the energy is that is pulling me towards that divination tool, which is about Mm -hmm. interpreting signs, reading into 
the messages that we're always receiving, the guides that are always supporting and helping us. Mm -hmm. It's being able to be called to that, but knowing, okay, like, let me use the angels of Atlantis, or let me use the wisdom of the Oracle, which is a Colette, was a, is a Colette Baron Reed deck mm-hmm. because the guidebooks are all different. The messages, the message, there's so many similar messages, mm-hmm. peace, love, all the things that we are learning, the fruits of the spirit, you know, it's the fruits of the spirit, but different ways of applying and interpreting them or your animal deck. And I have multiple animal decks as well. And I do have Colette's animal Oracle deck, which is stunning. And it's, oh. It is one of the most beautifully illustrated animal decks I've ever seen. And it's very activating, but it really gives these amazing messages in working with animal medicine, animal wisdom, animal Mm -hmm. energy. And, And so knowing when... You're just like, which one am I called to? And going to that one and not looking back, you know, Mm -hmm. not having to ask like, okay, well, which deck? Or let me pull five five cards from five different decks. Sometimes we get a little bit over the top about this stuff. It's kind of like people who, you know, want a bunch of readings from a bunch of different intuitives. You know, I mean, it's always like, you know, ask for the guide to show up, ask for the teacher, ask for the information, and then stop, look, and listen, you know, see what shows up and then go with what you're called towards. Go with the call of your soul and don't look back and see what comes up. And I don't always like the messages that come up in the Oracle cards. And when I say I don't like like them, it's not that I'm scared of them because Oracle decks are not doom and gloom scary. They are really about looking at things in beautiful and critical ways to shift perspective. Because even when we get, you know, a card that says something like dead end, you know, it's the Mm -hmm. dead end card. And and we get that and we think, great, like I'm at the dead end card, you know, like (laughs) it's saying, hey, you've lingered here too long. Quit thinking about this. Quit trying to problem solve because you're hitting a dead end. Turn around and go the other direction, you know, or just cease fighting. And and sometimes we don't want to hear that stuff because we're like, but no, I want it to work out this way and in my (laughs) time, you know, so that's what's fun and amazing about the cards is they show us what we already know inside. They just activate something in our consciousness, in our psychology. And I love that you shared about using multiple decks, finding and knowing when you're called toward those, because that's you developing your intuition in many ways. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I'm super excited to talk more about divination tools like Oracle decks. Of course, crystals are divination tools. Using a pendulum is a divination tool. Some people, you know, read tea leaves. There are so many ways to get messages from God, from our guides, from our soul through reading and interpreting. And when Oracle cards to me, really helped me see signs in the mundane everyday world. So like, let's say I'm using a, um, you know, a, a deck that's an animal deck and I pull, you know, the turtle energy, you know, obviously slow down. Like, you know, we can yeah. all guess what the turtle energy is about. It's not the yeah. rabbit energy, it's the turtle energy, you know, and then I can be out and about in the world and I can see a turtle on a billboard or, or somebody says something, oh yeah, my son got a new turtle today, you know, and it's, that's the kind of stuff that happens for me. Do you find that that, like you'll, you'll read or interpret the cards, you'll get messages and then you see the signs show up for you in miraculous or interesting ways in the, in, in your world, in your day? Oh yeah. Like sometimes, you know, I'll just like kind of close my eyes and be praying and like meditating before, you know, what do you want to show me for the cards while I'm shuffling and I'll see like visions of signs. And in the summer, every day I was going outside and watering plants. And it's so funny because I have this bush called like the butterfly bush and there's always orange butterflies that kind of show up to it. And then in the back of my house, there's a purple bush. And I call that the hummingbird bush because there's always just hummingbirds like hanging out. And I remember one day, I don't know what was going on, but it was just a very frustrating day for me. And I was like, can you just show me a sign, like, just to let it go? There's nothing to worry about. Everything's going to be okay. And then sure enough, this hummingbird just comes and, like, sits and is flying in my face. And it's like it was talking to me. Like, yeah, we're here. Okay, calm down. (laughs) There's nothing to worry about. And then after that, it's typically my son's nap time. So that's when I'll go up in my room and just kind of have, you know, a sense of quiet time and solitude and pull my cards for the day and read my horoscopes. And I pulled a card and sure enough, one of my angel cards was there's nothing to worry about. And then I was called to do the spirit animal one again. 
and I got the butterfly, the orange monarch butterfly, and then I also got the hummingbird as well. Of course you did. Of course so, you did. And thank that. you for sharing that because that's the way that it works. And it works so it clicks. And your Jamie's last name is Click, by the way. Yeah. So like it clicks. <laughs> it clicks for Jamie. But it does. It clicks for you because the more we work with these kinds of tools, our intuition and use tools, spiritual resources like divination tools to help us cultivate it, the easier, faster, quicker, more we see, the Mm -hmm. more we engage. And another thing that you're talking about, which I want everybody to notice, is Jamie is very clairvoyant. You know, I have that article or the blog on my website, understanding your clairs, your different types of are different types of intuitions and which ones really are heightened for you. And Mm -hmm. Jamie is very clairvoyant, means she can see things. She sees visions. She sees colors. She remembers her dreams. I can do those things. They are not my number one gift. Like it is, that is stuff that I work on and cultivate and practice. That comes naturally to her. So that's how she works with her oracle cards. For me, you know, she'll sit down, meditate, and then she may see something. Always before working with oracle cards, I get very still and intentional. And I say, hey, God, show me what I need to know. May this be in the highest light. So there is this element of I am not available for dark, heavy energy, anything that is not of love and of source and God energy. I am only available for the highest path forward. Even if I don't want to hear it, I'm available for getting out of my own way. You show me. So I I innately set that intention But for me, whenever I sit down with a deck, instead of like, you know, closing my eyes or opening my eyes and looking for visions, because that's not my go-to, I a lot of times will sit down and before I even pick up a deck, I'm like, which deck? And immediately I know, like that's the clear cognizance in me is uh, which deck do I go to? And I turn around and I pick up whatever deck it is. And then I say, okay, what am I supposed to be even asking? Like, what what is it that I need clarity around? And even if I have something funky going on at work or, you know, personally, a lot of times that's not the question I need to be asking. It's what needs healing within me? What needs cultivating within me? And it's like I ask that question and then I intuitively know what to ask. So there are limitless ways to work with oracle cards, but what you're expressing and what I'm sharing is you make it very personal and very much your own divine ritual, your own divine ceremony or routine. And that's what Mm -hmm. I hear you saying that is so apparent that I want people to know whether you've been working with oracle cards and divination tools a while, or this is something that you're new to looking at exploring. It is something that you get to, you get a guidebook, there's some general guide guidance in the book on how to do it, or you can pull a one card or a three card or a seven card spread. They're, they're all different and they give you guidance, but you get to make it your own. There's no right or wrong way. It's really about being open to interpretation and, and finding and connecting the dots. 100% for sure. <laughs> yeah. So let's just in wrapping up and thank you for sharing this. I know that right now you and your husband are, you're still in New Mexico, you know, that a change is coming. We know that there's change in the air and she is in a one year and there is quite a bit of shift and change coming. It just hasn't happened yet, but mm-hmm. you're preparing for that and fine tuning really the direction in which you want to go. Where have you found a sense of motivation and because you've had to dig deep recently we've talked Mm -hmm. a couple of times recently and I mean I know because I'm like wanting to wrap you up in my arms and say you're good you're going to be okay you're better than okay because I know you've been struggling in certain areas just with like impatience and trust and when are things coming through and even though you have that innate trust that divine trust what have you been finding helpful for creating a sense of peace of mind, peace of heart, and being okay where you are, even though it's really like, you're like, this isn't where I want to be right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, just diving deeper into my oracle cards and obviously, you know, getting a new deck that lit my fire because I got to learn more about, you know, the different archangels because I've only yeah. worked with, you know, Gabriel and uh, Michael in the past a lot and Raphael sometimes. So getting to know them and like what they represent and what they're trying to tell me it's super helpful and kind of guiding my day to day. Cause I'm somebody like, you know me, I'm a planner. So I want to know what's going on. What's ne- what's next week. What's next month. Yes. What's coming at the end of the year. 
And if I've learned anything over the last year of the universe, like, no, you're never going to know, you know, we have what's best yeah. in store for you. And I'll get Oracle cards <laughs> that say that, like, just trust us, just trust, don't worry yeah. about it. Like we're guiding you, but also just learning to be present in the everyday, just with my husband and my son as well. You know, not a lot of people have this privilege to be a stay at home mom like I am. And so seeing his growth and his journey and just finding joy with him in the everyday as well has really guided me and motivated me to okay, we're not where I want to be right now, but obviously where we're supposed to be right now because he's happy, I'm happy. Our energy and our environment, you know, is calm right now. Um, so I think keeping that motivation and just keeping that fire and drive that I know something is coming, but it's just yeah. not there yet. Not yet. And that resonates, that resonates with a lot of people because I mm -hmm. find, and, and I have felt this uh, and experienced it, we are in this very interesting phase right now of simplifying. And when I say simplifying, I mean really going within, cleaning house, clearing, and saying, what do I have today to be grateful for? What do I have right now? Am I safe today? Am I safe right now? Am I okay? Do I have enough? And you may be struggling at a job. You may be in a relationship that is not healthy and not safe. You may not be safe. You may not be okay. And it's being able to say, okay, but what do I have? And you have your ability, your beautiful mind, your spirit, your courage. You have your ability to change your mind, to shift your perspective, but to go deeper spiritually, to look for the answers. We are never alone. We, we are quick forgetters humans we think you know I know for me it's like okay I've got this I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna get it done and then when I get overwhelmed or frustrated or aggravated that's the easiest time for me to think I I I I have to figure it all out when actually I get to say oh hey God hey guides hey I'm really stressed right now hey mom hey dad hey loved ones on the other side I can't humanly figure this out. Can you please show me? Show me the next right action. Show me the next step. Show me. And when I do that, all of a sudden it recultivates that innate sense of hope, even when the day might be bleak or things might be challenging or things might feel a little bit stuck. I know how to get unstuck by asking for guidance, asking for support, asking for divine intelligence and signs to come through. And that's what you do so well in the everyday challenges of life and when life throws you bigger challenges in your journey. Going back to the journey, it's not about the destination. It's what are we learning along the way and how do mm -hmm. we learn from it, get excited, get grateful, get amazed, get amazed. Like mm -hmm. that's, and that's what I see in you. And I'm so glad you're sharing. And I know this will resonate with other people is getting blown away or amazed by the signs. You seeing those butterflies and then pulling a butterfly card or mm -hmm. a hummingbird, <laughs> seeing the hummingbirds, having one fly in your face and then pulling a hummingbird card. Y'all, that stuff blows my mind. And I still, I've been doing this a long time and that stuff still rocks my world. I get just as excited and I can feel, it's like a lightning bolt in my body where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Did it, blah, blah, blah. you know, like, it's like, is anybody seeing this? Is anybody like, does does anybody even know? You know, that's where I go. Is does anybody even know? So sharing this stuff with people who get us or who we want to tell about it. I mean, you have your people that you share it with. You share. Mm -hmm. I know you share it with Sam with your husband. But but is sharing it. We talk about it, of course. Sharing mm -hmm. it is just as important. Yeah, 100% so, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have loved having you on today. And I know that all of you probably got some interesting nuggets, ideas, and wisdom. We'll be continuing to talk about divination tools, including palmistry and, of course, oracle cards with Colette Baron reed coming up soon. But if you enjoyed this, definitely share it and subscribe. Also, if you have a question or feedback and want to reach out, you you can email us at podcast at soulsessions.me. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on, sharing all your wisdoms, your tool, your tools, techniques, and also your life experiences because they're so darn relatable, but so inspiring in your ability to be able to go deeper into your faith when things are challenging. <laughs>
that's the juice right there. <laughs> Thank you. It was so honored to be on. I appreciate you having me. Everybody take care and get a deck of Oracle cards. Or if you have Oracle cards, pull a couple today and see what magic shows up in your world. Take care, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.